1: So we've just come off chatting to mariana montgomery about pause on plastic and we thought it was a really good episode to do just after we've done um the green runners and the running out of time climate relay that's happening um in june um and actually it's re- it was really simple wasn't it um michelle the, the concept of pause on plastic
0: yeah it's basically about the small differences that we can make as dog owners while we're out there anyway walking our dogs and the premise is that you pick up a little bit of litter while you're out if we all do it and we were talking about this as well during the green runners podcast yeah. weren't we yeah but if we all do a little bit it adds up to a huge difference
1: yeah so like they have uh, on beaches fill a bucket uh you know like a beach bucket sandcastle sand bucket, I don't know what sort of bucket, but you know what I mean. Um, you can fill a fill a poo bag, you know, you've got them on you. So if you see litter, especially as we're not canning crossing as much at the moment and just walking our dogs, so it gives us something to do.
0: Yeah, we thought this was a brilliant thing to promote while we're we're out of race season. Yeah. Just all slowing down a little bit.
1: And just while we're on the subject, you know, come and join in the running out of time climate relay. Um, if you're in the Leicestershire area. We are doing a Canicross leg on Wednesday, the 28th of June. It's eight o'clock in the morning, so you can come before work. It's only 50 minutes, uh, starting at Foxton Locks, um, but you need to go and sign up on the website. So do come and join us. Um, If the weather's too hot, we'll just show up. And then, you know, we obviously won't run our dogs. But, um, yeah, it would be really nice to just showcase Canicross, but also it's a really important, um, you know, climate Litter, everything is all you know. Something that we should be thinking of if we want to run in nice trails and walk on nice routes. So anyway, we hope you enjoy this episode. Do go afterwards and check out their um, pause on plastics social media as well. And
0: uh, yeah, get going, pick up that litter on your next dog walk. Hello, welcome to this episode of Canny Cross Conversations. Today we're joined by Marion Montgomery from the charity Pause on Plastic. Which encourages dog owners to pick up litter on their walks and educates people about the consequences of littering. So, hi, Marion, thank you so much for joining us. Would you like? Hi to, there, thanks so much for having us. <laughs> yeah, I'd would like you like here. to tell our listeners a little bit more about yourself and you know you and your dog? Yeah, and sure. How you got started. Yeah,
2: um, we've been going quite a while now. As a, we started as a social media campaign, really. I was. A primary teacher and I was off ill Um, but I was teaching when I when I was teaching I was teaching about litter teaching um, eco um, issues and part of my research I came across a course run by the British Council which was just encouraging people in their local communities to think up an action about plastic pollution and I was then off work and um, I took shingles and it left me with low energy so I was stuck at home feeling sorry for myself yeah. <laughs> but I was used to be out talking um, with my pupils but one thing I was doing was just taking my dog around the block and as part of my recovery you know they were encouraging me to get outside more and I just became more aware of litter you know dog owners we often if we're walking our dogs we'll just go around a circular route starting and ending yeah. at home and I would walk past a little bridge with little ducks and I'd see litter lying there and I think oh what a shame and then walk on and then the next day i walk past the same bits of litter and think, for goodness sake, why don't I just pick up a few pieces? And that's really where the idea came from. My dogs actually, being Labradors, have always picked up plastic bottles in the park. They love the crunch. Yeah, mine's the same, open.
0: you know. Yeah, they love it, don't they?
2: <laughs> they do. It's a satisfying crunch. But if your dog then plays with a plastic bottle... You know, you feel if if you then leave it in the park, it's as if you've left the litter. So I think a lot of dog owners have picked up bits of litter naturally through the years from doing that. But I thought just start a group and encourage people just to pick up a few pieces of litter, not making it a special effort about it. But if we all do a little, then it really does add up. So we started just as a Facebook group and then we'd Instagram and Twitter and we're on LinkedIn now as well. And it grew and grew. So we've now got 23,000 members and followers across social media, just picking up a few bits of litter. And it's just a really friendly, supportive community, especially on our Facebook group. We get to know one another's dogs. And we became a charity a year and a half ago because I was wondering, what on earth do I do with it? It's getting yeah. bigger and bigger. And I wanted it, instead of, you know, just thinking, no, what, turn it into a business or anything just it started from nothing and it, I got huge benefits you know to mental health through the community that was kind of created Um, that we became a charity and we encourage all owners just to pick up a few bits of litter when they're out in their walks or or runs um, to protect animals communities and the environment and we also now go out to schools as well and speak to people about the consequences so schools community groups businesses any um, you know organization wants to get involved with us and we go to fairs and events and it's it's really encouraging how many people have got involved over over 70 countries now as well. So wow. It's wow that's fantastic
1: Marion. Well done. Yeah that's
2: amazing.
1: <laughs> how do you find because I notice here um we have a McDonald's not too far away and I live in the countryside. I live in a village in the countryside. Um, and i see so much mcdonald's stuff so how do approaching some of the bigger businesses how have they reacted to it and you know what have they done
2: um we haven't approached to be honest we haven't approached mcdonald's that is something that we need to do get more businesses involved it has more been individuals or community groups and and people like that but yeah we do need to get more to businesses because i totally agree we don't have a mcdonald's near us our nearest one is about five or six miles away and we still get mcdonald's Mm -hmm. letters thrown out of cars you know and you find them up the woods and you know know, people have driven and then thrown them out the window and yeah it's something that we really need to do i know they do a lot of letter picking as well and they they give to different charities but um it's it's how to get that message out there Um, but we do it in a positive yeah way that we don't we don't call folk names we don't blame people it's just people don't think I think that's it and we're trying to put that thought in their head just before they take that second to throw it away just think about what's going to happen to that litter it's kind of I guess that's the school teacher in me you encourage (laughs) the good behavior and you kind of ignore or don't focus on the bad because and what we found in studies all show the less litter that's there the fewer people will actually litter so Litter, litter, breeds litter. If there's litter there, then it's an easy excuse. So I'll just chuck it down as well, as everybody does it. But, but if the litter isn't there, then fewer people, people drop it. it. So it has a double effect just by taking that little action.
1: Michelle's and going to do it. There's no, yeah.
2: no litter there. Michelle's
1: going to uh, laugh at me now.
2: But dog
1: owners aren't immune to it are they because we leave poo bags but I say we as in the general I don't leave poo bags but Mm. that that has become a real problem as well so are you sort of also sort of communicating to dog owners you know if they're not absolutely
2: Um, to us I mean it's just another form of horrible letter left by irresponsible humans and humans in all walks of life dog owners aren't a breed apart cyclists aren't a breed of, you can you can break people down and label them into all different like, sections of things that they do but people just litter and it's one thing that we sometimes get accused of all oh, you dog owners if you only you would pick up after your dogs and of course we do mm. um all human you know is it's just we don't there's no point in labelling people. Just people generally litter, and this segment of the community that are dog owners that litter are just as annoying as every other um, type of litter that gets left. So we try to create a positive example. You know, make it less acceptable and make it more normal to just pick up a few bits of litter. It's part of you know, kind of community responsibility. Mm-hmm. Just taking ownership of your local area and not wanting that bit of litter to harm. Wildlife, you know, and harm children, you know, dog, dog poo is harmful. <laughs> um, so I think the days of stick and flick and all that are just long gone. There's too many dog owners now. We can't do that. No. They're very you know, I live in Aberdeenshire. We have vast forests around us, you know, and still in there you'll find abandoned gel packs from wow. cyclists and runners and whatever else there. And dog bags as well, which, you know, is is crazy. Um,
1: I I was going to ask, I was going to ask because you started, was it about five years ago? Yeah, Uh 2018. So COVID happened. And I know that I I have, I've done this, I've seen litter, especially when COVID was rife and not picked it up because I'm like... I don't know who's, you know, it was that whole when mm-hmm. we didn't know. So did what well, well there's two questions here. Did litter get worse when we were when during the pandemic? And what sort of do you advise your followers or members to um to do when you sort of to use when they're picking up?
2: Yeah, well, when yeah, COVID, when COVID happened, we were at the start of 2020, we had a phenomenal boost in membership because New Year time was a big <laughs> Increase in members for us. New year resolutions. Yes, I'm going to do that. And we had started 2020. Amazingly, we kind of doubled in numbers. I think we thousands in the first few weeks um, joined us. And then March 2020, we did advise people not to pick up litter because we didn't know. You know, COVID was all new. We didn't know anything about it. So I didn't advise you know advise people not to pick it up for a few months. But then when you know lockdown eased and people went out, but they were going in the UK for holidays instead of you know litter hugely increased but the good thing and I always like to look on the good side of things is that it, it kind of when people noticed it there wasn't the litter blindness I think so, that's such a thing people just walk past it and don't even notice it half the time yeah. because it was such quantities suddenly of the litter a lot of people really noticed it and decided I'm going to do something about it so there actually were really good things happened about it. So more people did get involved and we did then encourage people to start picking up again, but, you know, look after yourself. I don't pick up with my bare hands, anything. I pick up with a poo bash, which I would pick up after my dog. You know, we we don't do that with our hands. You know, other Mm. pickers, if you're going to pick um, a lot of stuff up, then, you know, getting a litter picker, you can get folding ones and, Mm. and whatever, or gloves or whatever, but, I mean that. To be honest, that's how I pick up. I don't pick up vast quantities of litter and that's not what we ask. We only ask for a couple of pieces, but she can easily fit in a dog bag.
0: Yeah, that's um, a really good idea, actually. That's something I hadn't considered. But yes, we do pick up after our dogs, don't we? And we've always got a poo bag on us. Yeah.
2: So that, that's the whole yeah. idea of it. It's not make you don't need to make a special effort. Some people will, and that's absolutely fantastic with some members that pick up vast quantities in a special effort. And I would do that if, you know, I notice somewhere I go back without my dogs and, and have a big clear up. But um you can pick up an amazing amount just in with a dog bag and that, that's it to make it easy I was once um, told I can't remember who it was but somebody judging a new business idea I don't know if it was um, Mark Zuckerberg or who it was it said how he judged a new business idea was does it pass the toothbrush test and the toothbrush test is if you can add a simple action onto something that people do every day without even thinking about it like brushing your teeth or washing your face or whatever if you can add a simple action onto that then that's a sustainable idea and that's exactly what pause on plastic is you walk your dog every day and you have to walk your dog. You know, it's part of having a dog. You have to walk them, get them out in the fresh air and it benefits to you and benefits the dog. But on average, when I asked our members, the average was a couple of walks a day. So... It's a simple act that you can just add on. You know, you might want to go to a beach clean, but oh, they might have the kids to get to football or the swimming lessons or you've got to do the shop or something. There's always other things in your way that you can't maybe get to that beach clean despite your good intentions. But every day you walk your dog so you can easily, as part of your usual routine, just take an extra bag or, or you know, you can put the rubbish in the bin and then reuse the bag. Um Is easily sustainable and everybody can do it. So we've even got people with assistance dogs and you know older people that aren't as mobile. You know, it takes literally a second. I think I I time got kids at school once. (laughs) There was a time me how long this takes, and it was like three seconds or something. You know, to bend down and pick up a piece of litter. So it's achievable for all, and it makes you feel really good. It's interesting you said about beach cleans because I think they're brilliant and they just get
1: you to fill a bucket, don't they? But you can Mm -hmm. you can do something like just fill a poo bag. (laughs) This is just that simple, isn't it? When you're out, it makes
2: a difference. You you, and it gives you a little boost because you can see an instant visible difference you know that you've made in that little patch and you know that bit of litter that you've got isn't going to hurt an animal and you know as animal lovers don't we all want that you know to feel good about doing something that protects them and it's so simple (laughs) so you said about a membership um what what does that involve then yeah it's well everyone it's open free to everybody and it really is just um signing up and pledging to pick up Couple of pieces of litter when you're out with your dogs and that's all it gets we've got you know we're on facebook instagram twitter linkedin and we also have a sign up section on our website where you can get updates so we send you know every three months or so we'll send an update on what we're doing and ideas and have you seen this and you know just to cry and encourage people to keep getting involved and adding new people because what we found it really, if we've got a lot of us picking up in the same area every day, then you're really on top of the litter and there isn't much. That's what we found in my town. Um, we've got you know a town of eleven thousand people just south of Aberdeen. We have very little litter on our streets because we've about four hundred members out every day picking up, and our roads are clean. We've got a beach Our beaches. It's very clean, you know. Although you get stuff washed up on every tide. But we're really on top of the litter and you notice the difference when you go to other towns. That You think, well, you know, they could do this here. So the more people you get in your town and it only takes one person. You know, I'm only starting with me, one yeah. person. It's just, you know, the power of social media is amazing. And, you know, I just started by adding 100 friends who had dogs and then they added all their friends. And, you know, that's how it spread worldwide because, and um, we love showing pictures of our dogs and, you know, it, it does feel good.
1: No, it's, it's really yeah. nice.
0: I will, we'll try and spread the word throughout the cross community now because we are naturally slowing down at this time of year. We're out of season. It's getting a bit too warm to run our dogs. So we are yeah. just taking them out on little walks. And I think it's easier to think, oh, I'll just stop and pick that up. And, yeah, we're hoping yeah, that'll work great. well for people. <laughs> yeah let's, yeah, let's go back to you touched upon uh, mental health benefits earlier let's just go into a bit more depth there what yes yeah, I've certainly
2: found found that because to say I when I started I was struggling you know I was stuck at home and isolated my husband was out at work my kids were out at school I was stuck at home when I'd been used to being in a classroom talking to people and um, and I found you know I didn't have a lot of energy I didn't have a lot to do but I would have to get out for my dog. I just had one dog at the, t- the time. I've got two laps now, but um, you know, I got a boost from being out with him. I had to um, get even, you know, twenty minutes around the block, and it gave me a boost to think. Well, if I've done nothing else in a day, I've picked up, I've removed that litter. That isn't going to end up in the burn with the the docks and you know, it's not going to have an animal choke on it or a bird, go and pick it up. So um, it does give you a real boost. You can see the difference that you've made immediately um, and feel satisfied with that. So that's a huge thing that a lot of our members talk about. Um, so kind of community that they become part of. And quite a lot have gone on to start their own litter picking groups. You know, they've got the, <laughs> the litter picking yeah. bug because you then can't walk past any bit of litter yeah. that you, you see. Um so, a lot of people have gone on to that and you know developed friendships within the group or within their own community through pause on plastic, which is lovely to see.
1: No, that's, that's really good um, to do. So, what is your future hopes for um, pause on Pla- plastic?
2: And um, well, future is we would aim to just make this a normal part of an everyday dog walk mm. that and I don't see why you know we when we started there were nine million dogs that was the figure I saw for the number of dogs in the UK and the last figure I saw was 13 and a half million (laughs) I think Covid has played a a large effect I mean it's probably hugely higher than that now um so I I think if you know could become just a normal part of an everyday dog walk normalize litter picking we're not a special breed we're not Wombles, or whatever you know, <laughs> name that people sometimes call us, we're just dog owners, and you know, you like your canny crossers. that That's kind of what you identify as, and if you just identify as that normal thing, and we can add this extra little bit onto it. Because I know when I started, I felt a bit weird about doing it.
0: Oh, really? Like,
2: oh, yeah, I thought it's a bit strange to, you know, I would kind of do it down the lane, you know, nobody'll see me, but the more people see us the more normal it becomes, you know, yeah. why shouldn't it be the norm? It's just taking that responsibility and making sure things, you know, don't end up hard to hurting animals. So why not, you know, see, let folks see me and be proud. But I was, you know, I think people do feel a bit, a little, a bit weird about doing it to yeah, start with sometimes.
0: Yeah, conscious maybe. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You're showing your age about Wombles then. <laughs> yeah, no,
0: that's it. <laughs> yeah, but that, that's why,
2: you know, a lot of these things, I think, People don't identify because Wombos haven't been on TV for I know, so long, bring, you know. Yeah. Let's bring
1: them back. Because actually, yeah. I'm surprised <laughs> there's nothing like that around still. Because it was brilliant, wasn't it? As a child watching that, yeah. you you were, you know, it was amazing.
2: And yeah, was that's it. And they had the idea of not just picking it up, reusing things yeah, and recycling. all that. Yeah, Because it does, what I've found as well, our members, it kind of leads you on a journey. It certainly did with me, because the more you pick up single-use plastics, the more you want to cut that out of your own life. So you start looking and making changes in your everyday lives to not use these things that just think, what a waste, you know? No. All this resource just being thrown in the ground and I then thrown in landfill.
1: Yeah, I haven't used cling film for probably about four or five years. And it's amazing. Yeah. The little things that you can do, and we've got a role in our draw. But I've never once we made that decision, it's sitting there and yeah, not uh-huh. doing
2: it. And it's simple little choices, isn't it? Exactly. Mm-hmm. The, the cling from you think, I don't actually need this, <laughs> no, <not at> all. <laughs> you know, it saves you money. There's so many things that you swap, you make. I'm actually that uh, lead in plastic-free Stonehaven, we're aiming for surfers again sewage, plastic-free status for Stonehaven. And that's exactly what we're, we're looking at, you know, businesses cutting out, individuals cutting out single-use plastic. And when we're talking to businesses about things they've done, it actually saves them a lot of money, you know? And it's mm. the same for individuals. Reuse things, buy reusables. They might cost you slightly more to start with, but they last and they I'm going save you to, a lot of money in the long run
1: yeah and i'm going to give sweaty betty a um shout out here because i i work you know so i teach pilates as well as canny cross and i wear their kit and what i've noticed lately is all the packaging is either recycled plastic which is 100 recycled which is fantastic and they're sending it in not in plastic bags anymore but you know so they've done and that's a huge company they've done um, yeah. you know a really big thing which is brilliant and you you know when they've got it plastered all over the packaging you sort of take note of it don't you that okay I can
2: it. Yeah. I think some businesses have to because consumers are now looking for these types of businesses as yeah. well I think we you know we're, we're a big holiday town here in Stonehaven as well we've got a lot of visitors and that's one thing they found in surveys of visitors they're looking for destinations that are making that effort businesses that are making that effort and advertising how sustainable they are so it's in every business owner's interest and every individual's interest I think to look for things but when they're cheaper then that's great you know especially these days
1: yeah and as you say if we're picking it up we can and recycling it we can uh, help and perhaps just round and about the council needs to put out recycling bins more In but um yeah rather i have to take it home and recycle but yeah, yeah. it's pretty really good
2: but it's recognizing a lot of places don't have bins i think that's a big you know i think you know people have found lots of new walks or new runs or whatever, in, um, lockdown and getting out more in the countryside which is fantastic but it's realizing you don't get bins in the countryside and council aren't it's not their responsibility to, and it's you and our responsibility whatever we take out to take back as well because you don't have these facilities and I think so often people go into the countryside and they expect a bin to be there when they need it and it's not. Uh, so
1: you have it, to understand that. Yeah, I mean, I, I've got a dicky bag as well, you know, for the uh-huh. dog food, and although I hate, you know, hate running with it. It's if you're going somewhere where you don't know there's going to be a bin, it's the best way to do it. So there's there's lots of things it. over there to keep your rubbish on you
2: as well. So yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, there's no excuse at all ever.
0: Yeah, and, and as dog owners, we definitely know where all the bins are on our walks anyway, don't
2: we? Don't we? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. we do. I hope so. I do. Just make an effort get there to the it's extra training, isn't it? <laughs> Unless you've got a huge horse, I don't think you've got any excuse.
1: <laughs> with the shovel, you ride with the shovel. <laughs> anyway. Brilliant. And know that's really so how can people get involved?
2: Um, well, just check us out on social media. Um, tag us in your posts and spread the words. and um, we've got a sign-up option on our website. We've got branded um uh, clothing, etc., as well, cute little dog toys and and all sorts of things. It just it's just really helping us spread the message um out there. And the more people you get involved in your own community, then the the bigger the impact. I used to have litter. I live in a corner. I used to have litter blowing in my garden, and I can't remember the last time that happened now because there are so many people in our community doing it. So. It's a great thing really to promote in your, your local community, but definitely, you know, great to get some more Canicrossers um, signed up. And, you know, it's, it's, it's just spreading, spreading the word. That's, that's what really we're all about. We are just all volunteers, our trustees. We'd, we're a very, very small charity. It's literally me and six other trustees that, um, organize this, but we're, we're hoping to, hoping to get to Crufts next year. That's our, our big thing we would love oh. to do. Um, yeah. Being in North East Scotland where um you know we try and get across Scotland as much as possible, but we haven't done any events in England. So that's what really what we would we would love to do. The big help out has been a fantastic way to spread the message um through the volunteering opportunities. So we've got members say all over the UK and beyond, 70 countries worldwide. So all are very, very welcome brilliant and we love seeing dog pictures so if you get rid of oh, yes. dogs, well, please I, I think don't.
0: poppy and i will be doing our best to pick some litter up then from now on um, and we'll be sure excellent. to tag you in some pictures
1: excellent oh, brilliant that's that's really good so um michelle is there anything else you wanted to
0: ask now, just to encourage everybody to get involved, let's let's help um just clean up our streets a little bit while we're on our walk. Yeah.
2: Oh. Well uh-huh. what we found, so we we've, we've got 23,000 members and followers. And even if we only pick up two pieces on two daily walks, that's over 34 million pieces removed from harm every year. And we pick up far more than that, to be yeah, honest, but yeah. it's not a thing we can actually quantify. <laughs> um but you know it has an amazing impact just by taking those. simple action that takes you a few seconds on a walk uh,
1: very true and to keep our trails uh, litter free as well is 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 really good brilliant well yeah
2: so much nicer for everybody
1: isn't it yeah yeah well that's brilliant marion thank you so much for your time i'm sure that you will get a few more members (laughs) (laughs) from this episode so uh, thank you so much for your time we hope you've enjoyed this episode and we will see you on the next one You've enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe and share
0: with your friends. And if you get a moment, please leave us a review. We'll see you next time on Canny Cross Conversations. Thank you to our sponsor, Get Stronger Run Faster 5k. Find out more about the course at the link in the show notes. It's great for Canny Crossers and runners to improve their 5k time and keep up with the dogs
1: and it will really help you to enjoy running more and avoid injury.